You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, everyone. That's right. It's Chris Broussard and Jason McIntyre, my man, Jay Mack. We are filling in for Dan Patrick here on The Dan Patrick Show. And we can't wait. There is so much to talk about, so much fun to be had over the next three hours. So keep it locked right here. We got Vincent Goodwill, senior NBA writer for Yahoo Sports, coming up at the bottom of the hour to fill us in on all things NBA as teams arrive in Orlando and that infamous bubble. Let me welcome in my partner, Jay Mack, what's up, man? How are Yo, you? Yo, Chris, good to hear your voice, man. Good to chat again. It's been a couple weeks since we've done this together, hasn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, I had you on The Odd Couple filling in for Rob Parker. That's always a lot of fun with you. So I'm looking forward to these next few hours. We got Patrick Mahomes stuff. We, we got uh, Deshaun Jackson stuff. We got Cam Newton stuff. We got LeBron James stuff. We even have... I don't know if you remember that song. Are you familiar with the Gap Band? What is this? Some more of your '70s music that I don't well, know anything I, I about. I know you. So you're you're absolutely you're not familiar with the Gap Band. I am is that not what you're fam- telling me? Oh I am my not gosh! Familiar. I, I mean, maybe do, maybe do I, me I, I missed their song. Don't say that to anybody else. Okay. The Gap don't Band. Don't let people know that you've never heard of the Gap uh, Band. Is that something I should be embarrassed about, Chris? Yes. How about this? What's more embarrassing, the Gap Band or the prison platters that the NBA is serving up in the bubble? I'm sure you saw the players. Uh, putting their food on Instagram last night. That's embarrassing, Chris. Not me not knowing the Gap they're both, Band. They're both <laughs> embarrassing. They're both embarrassing. But one of the Gap Band's biggest hits was You Dropped a Bomb on Me. Well, I know that? that song. I do okay. know that song, yes. Kenny Smith, Kenny the Jet Smith from TNT fame and all of that, two-time NBA champion, he came on the I Couple on Monday with me and Rob Parker and dropped a bomb on us. He pulled a Gap Band So we will get into that later as well. So a lot of good stuff for you here. And let's start with the story of the week. The biggest contract, the richest contract in American sports history. $503 million, Patrick Mahomes. And look, I don't know if I was the first one to say it, but I was the first one I ever heard say it. And I said it a long time ago. That Patrick Mahomes has Jordan-esque potential. That Patrick Mahomes could be the GOAT. All right? He could, every blue moon, I'm not saying he is the GOAT. He's Obviously, that's ridiculous. He's only got one ring. He's only played two years as a starter. That's foolishness. But every generation or so, a player or two comes along that has GOAT potential. Whether they reach it or not, we'll see. But they have the potential, and you see it right away. With LeBron James, we saw said in high school, he could one day be the GOAT. And with Patrick Mahomes, I'm telling you, I'm saying this guy's got GOAT potential, and that's just repeating what I've said for over a year now. And so this is my point, J-Mac. He just signed this huge deal, and I know people have been picking it apart and maybe it's not quite as lucrative as, as it seems, and maybe it's even team-friendly, and it, it appears that it is, which is not, not a bad thing. But whatever the case, let's assume he's in Kansas City the next 12 years. If Patrick Mahomes is not firmly, firmly in the GOAT conversation at the end of this deal, then it was a disappointment. And that what I mean by that is, 
To get in the GOAT conversation, I think he has to win at least three Super Bowls. He's got one, so he's got to win at least two more. Huh. Three. How many Brady got? Hold up. How many Brady got? Brady's got six, but here's the difference. Oh. He, Mahomes' numbers, you know, presuming he continues roughly on this path, doesn't have any serious injuries that keep him out for a few years, anything like that. His numbers will dwarf Brady's, and not just just because they're throwing the football more, but because his his numbers relative to his competition will be far higher than Brady's were relative to his. So it's not about rings in the NFL. It's a combination. And and that goes for for NBA as well. Because I know you want to lead, you want to try to use this to somehow get into LeBron's better than Oh, I don't need to try. It's both sports. (laughs) It's both sports. NBA... And NFL, here's what you need. You need a combination of individual dominance statistically and and winning, winning at an incredibly high level. If Bill Russell had anything close to Wilt Chamberlain's numbers, it'd be over. There would be no GOAT discussion. It would be Bill Russell. But his individual numbers weren't all that eye-popping outside of rebounds, and unfortunately for him, they didn't keep blocked shots at that time. So he he's not the GOAT because of his, his individual numbers aren't like that. Yeah. Jordan's got the perfect combination. Mahomes can have the perfect combination where he won't necessarily need six to pass Brady. Yeah. I, I think it's a little premature to get this GOAT thing with I'm Jordan. Making, I mean, I'm, two I'm years as a I'm starter. Chris. Okay, you. well, I got a better I, comparison. I agree it's, pre, it's early, but I that's have a better what comparison. the prophets do. The better comparison. For Patrick Mahomes, and this is undeniable. This is the slam dunk comparison based on what we've seen so far. Is that he is the Steph Curry of the NFL. Steph Curry, just like Patrick Mahomes, kind of an unheralded college star, kind of an undervalued recruit in high school. We knew in high school Jordan was going to be a star. Steph Curry in high school whoa, 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 could whoa, 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 not get an it. offer. Hold on. I, you can't, I let, can't let you tell this lie. We this is a fact. College. We knew Jordan we was going to be a star. North Carolina was recruiting him. No, no we knew he, that no, in high school. Didn't. Do your history. I know People the history. People thought he was crazy for going to North Carolina. They did. North Carolina but recruited him. Steph Curry team. could not get an offer from Virginia oh, Tech. Yeah. They asked was, him to walk on. Patrick Mahomes did not get any looks from the big boys. Patrick Mahomes went to Texas Tech and won like a handful of games. His one loss record was nothing special. Okay, Steph Curry. Steph Curry saying, missed the NCAA. Hold on, Chris. I, you had your turn. Steph Curry missed the NCAA tournament in his third year at Davidson. Didn't even get to the postseason. Okay, Steph Curry comes and is drafted behind Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio. Who? Johnny Flynn was out of the league in three years. He had a hip injury. Ricky Rubio's never met his uh, lofty comparisons coming out of Europe. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes goes after. Mitch Trubisky, the the Bears traded up for Trubisky. Obviously, people are are, are saying quietly, "Oh yeah, McIntyre's right," and the light skin factor, of course. Steph Curry, you know, and Patrick Mahomes, and they both had parents who played professional athletes. Curry and Mahomes is the perfect comparison. Both of these guys hit the NFL like their respective sports like comets. Remember, actually, Steph Curry. Uh, Curry didn't hit the NBA like a comet. He he actually did. He won two MVP awards in LeBron's prime. What did Patrick Mahomes do? Patrick Mahomes just interrupted the end of the Tom Brady coronation. Okay, remember, Tom Brady has dominated the NFL, Chris, for two decades. And here comes Patrick Mahomes. Who? 
sits out a year, which is unheard of for him to sit out a year, then be the MVP, then win the Super Bowl MVP. It's like, wait, Brady, people have forgotten about Tom Brady because Patrick Mahomes just got the richest contract in American sports history. I think it's a slam dunk. Steph Curry and Patrick Mahomes will be forever linked as what they are in the NBA and NFL. All right, here, look, obviously there are some similarities. The, 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 you're right about the college career. What I was saying is Jordan, anybody that knows Jordan's history knows that in high school he was not viewed as this surefire star coming out of high school. And that people were shocked that he went to North Carolina, shocked that he started, all that. Now, once he got into college, he took off. That's all I was saying. But you're right, the comparison as far as college to the, in, the pros is obviously more in line with Steph Curry and Pat Mahomes. Obviously, you got the light skin factor as well. Here's where you're wrong, though. Steph Curry did not hit the NBA like a comet. He averaged 17 points as a rookie. Very good, but not, not Patrick Mahomes numbers. He averaged 18 points the next year. 15 points, less than 15 points his third year. It wasn't until his sixth year that he, he was a star by then, but he didn't become a superstar when the MVP and the NBA Finals until his sixth year. So Mahomes is off to a much better start than Pat Mahomes than uh, Steph Curry is. Jordan came into the league like a comet, and that's where Mahomes. We knew right away as soon as Jordan laced him up. In fact, Bobby Knight said it before he put on an NBA uniform. This is the best player in, I've ever seen play basketball. So we knew right away that Jordan had a chance to be the greatest we've ever seen, and we know that with. Mahomes as well. And here's where your comparison really falls flat. As great as Steph Curry is, and I love him, he is he will never be in the GOAT conversation. Never. Never. He's 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 kind of in it to some people, not most, but kind of in it at his position with Magic Johnson. But it's clearly Magic right now. But he will never be in the GOAT conversation, and Patrick Mahomes will be. I mean, Chris, it's been two years. He doesn't have 30 starts under his belt. He's not This he's GOAT not there stuff yet. is a little silly. It's like, a let's prediction. Two years How's in this? the league. Hold on, I mean, hold on. I, yeah, okay, 15 years. Jason. Hey, Chris, Chris, we as Amer- as humans have a, do a very poor job of predicting the future, okay? Ten years ago. Ten years ago, FS1, Fox Sports Radio, you had no clue you would be here ten years ago. I had no clue I would be here what ten years ago. What does that have to do with well, Pat Mahomes? Five years ago, you had no idea what the future would hold. How? Why would we predict who's going to be the GOAT 12 years from now? What? Li- 12? It, hold on, Chris. Were, this people, is silly. People were do, you're, it's, you're saying it's silly because you got no answer for it. People were How, saying I mean, there that, is, you can't be people, right or wrong. It's, people it's were nonsense. Saying, it's like, people were saying when LeBron James entered the league, he could be the GOAT. I'm not saying Mahomes nobody, is the people, GOAT. Nobody credible said that. He could be a really? great basketball player. No, he could be phenomenal. What? A great basketball player? Please, he was the first player to come out of high school and average 20 points a game. That's awesome. He was a first. You don't get put in the GOAT discussion. You can't just climb in the ring with Muhammad Ali, Chris. Stop. You can't put Mahomes in Brady's GOAT category. It doesn't work like that. No, I agree with you that he's not there yet. Could he be? Could Trevor Lawrence be the GOAT? I want you to listen to me. Could Zion be the GOAT? I no. I mean, look what Zion's done in in 25 games. He's shattered every record in the league after 25 games. Could he be the GOAT? I want you to listen to me. I want you to listen to me. 
I said at the end of this 12 years, listen closely. Don't, don't pull out something I'm not saying. I'm saying if he is not in the GOAT conversation by the end of this 12 years. That's what I said. I didn't say he's there now. Stop it. Okay, who's in the I let's okay, let's back up. Let's Let's hit on that. Who else currently has goat potential? Let me ask you. Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback. Not even in the NFL yet. But people no. are talking about him potentially being the greatest quarterback to enter the league since Andrew Luck, maybe since Peyton Manning. Can we put Trevor Lawrence in the goat category yet? I'm not putting Mahomes in the goat category. I'm saying he's got goat potential. And I don't, I, Trevor Lawrence has great potential. I wouldn't go there yet. Who else has GOAT potential? Okay, let's go there. I haven't seen a quarterback yet with GOAT potential. Aaron Rodgers? Other than than him. No, it's too late. It's too late for Aaron Rodgers. It's never too late. He had it. He had it. Well, he's got to win. Well, it's not his fault that the Packers can't put jack squad around him. You got to have the rings. He doesn't oh, well, now so now it goes wins. back to rings. Uh-oh. It's both. Why, why? I don't understand. I'm kidding you. I'll get you all twisted, Chris. No, you you're said three. Twisted. He could get it with three. But he doesn't have the numbers that, that a Mahomes will have. Mm. See? It's yeah. a combination. It's a very delicate thing. Yeah. It's a mixture of the individual dominance and the rings. And now, if, if Rodgers gets three more rings, which I think is unrealistic, yeah, we could throw him in there because he's certainly got the ability, but it's getting late in the game. I think for him. it's okay. Here's a more realistic question In the next 10 years, will the Chiefs go to three Super Bowls? Yes. Unequivocally? Yes. Okay, I would agree with that. I think with Brady <laughs> leaving, okay, with Breeze leaving, with Ben Roethlisberger leaving, we're seeing like a changing of the guard at quarterback. And I like Lamar Jackson, Chris. I know you do as well. He, he's a fun, dynamic player. He hasn't won a playoff game yet. So I don't know if his, what he's done, what he did last year, which was phenomenal. I don't know if that translates five years, six years from now, plus the style of him running a lot. So when you look which, at the which landscape. He's going to stop yeah, certainly. running as Now he can throw. We know that. I'm not saying right. Lamar Jackson can't throw. Great quarterback. Well, he's got to show us but he can throw when out you, of the numbers consistently. Other the than the Chiefs and Mahomes, what is their – like who else is the competition over the next five years? You look, you're, I mean, you look up and down the landscape. I, I gotta say, like the door is wide open for them to do some major damage. There's now, just not see, a lot of good teams right now. Chris. See, you raised up your voice. You started yelling. You were not. interrupting me. I didn't know you such purposely thing. came up with a different comparison just to combat me. But at the end of the to day, combat. you're agreeing with <laughs> me. You went all the way around the Marbury Bush to just come to this conclusion, Chris. You're right. Well, I said I next five years. No, no, no. I okay. Let, no, let's, you said ten. You, you said uh, over the next, the 10 next years. five. I think definitely three Super Bowls? the Chiefs five. in the next five they could go to three. We saw the Cowboys go to three in four years. We saw Russ, Russell Wilson Ooh. go back to back. Didn't hasn't gotten back. We saw Montana. I think he did. Four in eight years. So, yeah, next five years, I think the Chiefs for sure. Beyond that, I think it's a fool's errand to predict. I'm not ready. I'm saying they'll be at least, they'll they'll definitely be the three Super Bowls. He will have three Super Bowl wins. Remember, let's just go back. I'll put a bow on this. Dan Marino in year two was incredible. Went to the Super Bowl with the Dolphins, and everybody was predicting, oh, he's going to win many. He could be the GOAT. And he never got back to a Super Bowl. So, 
uh, things happen. The NFL's crazy. NFL stands for not That's for long. That's why I'm not ready to pick, predict three Super Bowl appearances in five years. I think it's very possible, but you said it's a sure thing. I can't go there. I will. That's. I, the, I, I feel confident. So I'm, I feel more Marino? confident why in that. Why do you bring that. up Dan Marino then? Well, I'm just giving <laughs> you history. History <laughs> is a guide that we use, Chris. Not everybody I, goes to one and goes it. to a ton. I'm just glad we agree that the best comparison for Patrick Mahomes no, is Steph Curry. Off the court, light-skinned. Professional uh, athlete for a parent. Uh, You're right, late bloomer. I'll give you all that. But dynamic career arc. Come on, you know it's Jordan S. That's what he's shooting for. But but here's the thing: Jordan never won anything until Scottie Pippen showed up. Didn't win a damn thing. Patrick Mahomes don't need any. uh, He doesn't. He's the guy. Didn't win anything until he got Dwayne Wade and then Kyrie Irving. So what? I did. I didn't bring up LeBron. You just did. I'm saying Steph Curry led the Warriors to their first title. Led them. Yes. That. uh, Wait. Wait. Are you trying to say he's the goat? No. Okay. I'm saying the better comparison for Mahomes is Curry. Period. All right. Yeah. Gosh, that was a fun. What, we, we only have. Whatever, hey, let's get an extra hour because we got too much good stuff. Whatever helps you sleep at night, man. Facts. All right. That's what helps you sleep at night. <laughs> Just the facts, we'll, baby. Will past president predict, prevent the Eagles from cutting Deshaun Jackson? Woo. We'll talk about that next on the Dan Patrick Show. It's Chris and J. Mack. Keep it locked. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. That's just for you, J-Mac. That's the Gap Band, all right? Yes, I'm familiar with their work. I'm always educating you. Sports, music, life, everything. All right, it's, it is J-Mac, Jason McIntyre, and Chris Broussard in for Dan Patrick. This is... The Dan Patrick Show, and we're brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. What's the difference between an AMG skeptic and an AMG believer? A split second. That's the time it takes to fire up the ignition, step on the gas, and hear that gutsy engine roar. Go to mbusa.com slash AMG. Mercedes AMG driving performance. All right, uh, let's stay in the NFL, J-Mac, but go to uh, certainly a, a story that is not as as fun and enjoyable to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as Patrick Mahomes. To, to put it mildly. Yes, uh, Deshaun Jackson, on, for those that, I can't believe though, there's many out there that don't know, but yesterday he put out an Instagram of, uh, it was a quote, and apparently a fake quote. Yes. Uh, that, that was attributed to Adolf Hitler about Jews taking over the world and, and so on and so forth. And obviously, he he rightly got a lot of pushback on that. And uh, he came out and apologized. And um, here's the here he is with his some of his apologies. I just want to, first off, extend an apology on the behalf of me and uh, what I stand for because I never want to put any race down or any people down. My post was definitely not intended for any anybody of any race to feel any type of way, especially the Jewish community. All right, and the Eagles uh, released a, a strong, stern statement, obviously disagreeing uh, and condemning what Jackson did. The question people are asking now, J-Mac, is what repercussions will there be for him? Will he get cut? Will he get suspended? Uh, will he get fined? Here's what I say. Now, we know the Eagles had <clears throat> a situation like this with Riley Cooper a few years ago, a uh, white ride receiver for them who used the N-word. 
um, and and was at a country western conference and said he'd fight all all oh, these n words out uh. there. And he was not cut. He was fined heavily and ended up playing a few more years with the team. The locker room, Michael Vick led the way they forgave him. And uh, they moved on from there. I think with that precedent being set, that that is what will happen with Deshaun Jackson. He'll get fined, but he'll, he will remain with the Philadelphia Eagles because that precedent was set. I would agree. That's a smart move. And, Chris, I'm I'm not going to speak to the Cooper as much as I am, just this whole idea that anytime somebody says something out of pocket or stupid or wrong or factually incorrect, we just want to cancel them and get them out of here. Fire this person. Get rid of that person. Bye. Adios. Chris, like, at some point, we have to educate people and say, yo, Deshaun, I know you're, you're kind of a young guy. What is he, 30, 31 years old? Um you shouldn't be sharing fake stuff on the internet. Maybe do some research, but we've got to help educate. He, it, he apparently thought it was real. You shouldn't be sharing stuff from Hitler. Uh, so, certainly. Right? Like, first of all, that's just dumb. Let's just, yeah, let's just But this is a guy who we right know, uh, his history. Okay, remember, Chip Kelly got him the heck out of town when he got Chip Kelly got to the Eagles because there were some gang uh, rumors of Deshaun Jack. He's like, I, I got to get this guy out of here. He's toxic in our locker room. Uh, can the locker room overcome this? I think certainly it can. You know, as long as Deshaun Jackson appears contrite, and he already called the owner, called the GM. But this right. idea that, like, we should just dump everybody for something they say. I, I, there's something wrong with that. If we're not going to help each other out there, because people say a lot of stupid stuff. You do, right. I do, Rob Parker does, everybody at Fox Sports Radio, everybody at our rival networks, everybody has or will say something stupid. Everybody right. does. I, it's just I happens. I am in total agreement with you. This cancel, you know what we need to cancel? We need to cancel cancel culture. I'm serious. And we need to stop letting, I don't know if it can happen today because the nature of our, our lives now, but these people on Twitter, these random people on Twitter who get stuff trending and want to cancel everybody for every little thing people have said. Now, there's obviously a line. And there's obviously a degree of remorse and there, your actions need to show that you've changed or whatever. But still, for the most part, this cancel culture needs to be canceled. Even, look, people are getting canceled for stuff they said five, ten years ago. And even longer. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I guarantee you, every one of these people on Twitter who are trying to cancel everything, and some of them may be well-known. Some of them may be TV people. Every person who's trying to cancel somebody has said or done something yeah, but that's the that thing. they regret. They're irrelevant. They made, they've made mistakes. They've said the wrong thing. And if people were digging into their past, they would find things they could be canceled about. But too. that's so the thing. Just, These people, people are nobodies. And, and they want to go and attack people who are moderately famous or moderately well-known and say, oh, you said this 15 years ago. Chris, this goes back to, remember NBA draft night a few years ago? Dante DiVincenzo from Villanova. Yeah, uh, He yes, was like the MVP yes. of the Final Four. Guy was awesome. So he gets drafted in the first round, and all the, all these people pull up, you know, tweets that he fired right, off when he I was remember. like 13. Yep. Oh, oh, look what yep. he said. Oh, my gosh. We can't have this guy in the NBA. Like, what are you talking about? He's a 13-year-old kid. Exactly. Like, come people on. I'm lucky, Chris. Mistakes. How lucky are we that social media did not exist when we were young teenagers? I'm very oh my glad gosh. social media is yeah, not come on. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there's, you're absolutely right. And uh, again, we're not we we're not saying you know you can just say everything and, and keep keep it moving. 
Yeah. But we do have to extend grace to people because we all need it. People what are Deshaun going Jackson to said, make though, mistakes. Idiot. I mean, that's really bad. Yeah, he needs to he's got to show a lot more than just remorse. This is, no, I mean, he, he already called a rabbi, a prominent rabbi in Philadelphia and started. He knows, like, dude, what I said was really, really, first of all, it's flat out wrong. And it's a, like you said, a fake Hitler quote. Why are you sharing right. anything ever from Adolf Hitler? Why? Right, right. And he he should get fined and he he should, you know, suffer his punishment. But we're just saying you, you don't have to cancel everybody. Like I said, there's a line. There's certain things you can't you can't cross. But this this cancel culture it needs to be canceled. All right, do we have my man Vinny Goodwill in? We ready for him? Senior writer from Yahoo Sports, Rob Parker's FX nephew. I wonder if is, Vinny's uh, going to the bubble. Well, we can ask. I, him I mean, right. I, I got it, Chris. Let me ask you real him. quick. Vinny, I know you. Is he there? Vinny, Vinny Goodwill, senior NBA writer, Yahoo Sports. What's up, brother? What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing, man? Excellent. We are good. J-Mac just threw this out. Are you going to the bubble? (laughs) Um, In case you guys don't really know, the bubble is really limited. They're only allowing, with the exception of uh, one notable media organization, they're only allowing one person per uh, media organization. So. Just Chris sort of Haynes is going for you guys. And Chris, right. and Chris Haynes right. is already there, yes. Right, right. I get that. Now, now, are you happy about that or, <laughs> or are you sad? Uh, neither. I think it's one of those things, Chris, you, you know this, where you want to be part of the action. You kind of, you know what I'm saying, you want to be able to see some of these things. Right. Uh, firsthand to some degree. It depends on, like, your level of, like, I won't say your level of, like, risk management. Like, I don't have any mitigating health issues or anything that I would have to worry about. But if I did, I would probably take a second thought at it. Yeah, I feel you on that. What, what, um, how, look, Adam Silver has left it open that he, they may not be able to finish this season. I mean, and, and, Vinny, I got to think that some dudes down there are going to test positive and this bubble's going to, to use his word, put, have a hole in it. How confident are you that they're going to be able to get through this? We saw what happened with the MLS team just the other day in their bubble. Chris, I think this is like uncharted territory. So I don't think there's any way that anybody can have a certain level of supreme confidence that this thing is going to go the way that they expect or they hope. Like the hope is that nobody of significance tests positive. There's no outbreaks or anything like that. But when you think about it, you're letting people into Walt Disney World, into a different segment of the park, so to speak, or or the compound. But there's still going to be those risks involved. And then you got the employees who aren't necessarily going to be tested. And add to the fact that, there's not going to be like a police presence. This isn't an occupied state that's going to prevent people from going where they want to go. You're kind of going off of an honor system here. And even when you talk to players, when you hear Joel Embiid talking, some of these other guys, they're saying, look, I don't do anything, but I don't know if I trust these other guys to suck it up right. and do what right. they have to do. Vinny, right. when you see what's happening with the Wizards and the Nets, uh, Bradley Beal's not going. The Nets, I mean, <laughs> half their team is out. Uh, at, at what point do you think we will actually see Adam Silver say, you know what, hey, some of these teams don't even want to play and we're just going to remove them from the bubble? Do you think there's any chance that that happens? 
the TV contracts and the TV schedules have long determined that this show will go on mm. as proceed. Okay, if they got to call you, Jason, they got to call <laughs> Chris, they got to call me. They will be calling us and putting us in Brooklyn Nets <laughs> uniforms, and we will be taking those ten day contracts and getting those checks and taking the embarrassment because the show will go on. I don't. I I am of the mind that they should have gone with the 16 playoff teams yeah. just to mitigate you know, the disaster, the potential disaster and everything else. And when you get the more teams you have, the more risk and everything else. But we know that the biggest reason that they're doing this is for the TV money. Yep. You're not doing this for the player salary because 90% of the player salary has already been paid. You're doing this for the TV money, and the players, by and large, are doing this so the owners will not open up the collective bargaining agreement yep. by using that force majeure and knowing that they will take the players to the cleaners for now and the future as far as rolling back salaries and recalculating basketball-related income and everything else. Like, I won't say the players are doing this against their will, but they're not necessarily doing this for themselves. Yeah, so it sounded like Joel Embiid doesn't really want to go there. Uh, and as Chris said, and some other players, they don't seem into I've it. I've heard it. I'm a, a little lot, surprised, yeah, A lot though. of players, uh, it, Vinny, are you hearing the same thing? It seems like a lot of dudes <laughs> really aren't uh, aren't really feeling this, even though they're going. I mean, you, you think about it like this. This is the first time for a lot of guys that outside of when they were on, their, when they were on their journey where life, impacted them in a way that they could not be insulated from it. Like their their athletic privilege did not allow them to be insulated from things that were going on in this world. Not necessarily just them getting sick, but people around them getting sick and it not being able them not being able to positively affect that. You're you know what I'm saying? When you have people up in the fifties and the sixties in your family, and I don't know about you guys, but I've had family members, you know what I'm saying, come down with this yeah. and it hit home for me and even though you can see it on tv and everything else like i think there's a certain level of eye-opening situations that guys are just experiencing now and you're looking at it like okay so we're going into this bubble it's an unfamiliar situation it's in florida of all places and you're asking us to trust you as far as this environment all these mechanisms can be can be well and good chris like i think a lot of the safety measures that they're taking it's pretty smart. I think we've seen Dr. Fucci say it's really ambitious and everything else. And if there's one person that I would say out of the out of a certain community of folks that I would trust, it would be him because he's been relatively sober and honest about all of this stuff. But you got to understand, yeah, there's a certain amount of reticence here that the players will take will have because here's the other part about this guy that no one's talking about. It's not what the virus does to you. It's not like oh, if you don't if you don't die, you're okay. This does a certain amount of damage to you that even if you get it and recover from it, you're more vulnerable to something else coming out here and knocking you out. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's no joke, man. Let me ask you this, Vinny. You, you obviously you've seen the the number. I, I was like twenty twenty two phrases they could put on their jerseys, the social justice mm-hmm. phrases on the back of their jerseys. Number one, what do you think of the options they were given, or even the fact that they were kind of given options? And two, what would you put, if you were an NBA player, what would you put on the back of your jersey? 
I would probably put something that's not an option. Because I'm a little bit more radical <laughs> than what the NBA will put. And I think that's where you see the NBA, I won't say, you know, toeing the line. But this is where you see that this is a corporate entity with sponsors and they're still a vocal minority. Or say vocal minority. There's a silent minority of, of people that the NBA is still factoring in that they don't want to turn off especially in the moment where you want to get ratings and everything else, there's still, I think, a fear of upsetting the police, right? Because mm-hmm. nothing on there says anything about, you know, poli- police reform or, Defund, you know, defunding yeah. the police, you know, yeah, they're nothing very generic. like that. Yeah, justice, equality, you know, very innocuous things. Like, I, I now I was told, Vinny, that the Players Association sent this list to the league. And that the league basically approved everything they sent. So this was the and, players. And then you hear from certain players that says that they didn't have a say in it. But right. Clearly, there's I think it was a just hole the executive committee. It was the group. It was similar to what Kyrie was dealing with, right? I think it was the leaders of the players' association or the mem- you know executive committee members came up with these these twenty phrases or whatever, and they didn't consult the whole all the players. But sometimes you do you do hire or or appoint guys to kind of speak for you. Absolutely, and I, I think what what we're used to is guys being being able to um, how do I put this? They're they're used to working around the margins. They're used to working around this paradigm of let's push, but lack of a better phrase, let's not piss white people off here, because right. though these are the people that we have. To worry about and i'm not saying that in sort of like a racial way but i'm saying that in a sense that this is what black people have to deal with when you are in positions of power push but not so much push but still sort of try to keep it generic to some degree no like they're looking at it they're looking at it like okay well at least at least we have the ability to have a platform and a message at least we'll have in a post-game press conference the ability to say people's names and things like this and to be able to speak with more freedom. We, we won't go but so far on the back of the jerseys and everything else. And you can't have 350 people you know, on a Zoom call saying, let's say this, let's do right, this. You right. have to trust the officials that you've elected in certain places who have communications with people in these positions of power and hope that they represent you well. Vinny, let me ask an actual basketball question real quick. I know people really? are basketball? Uh, yeah, actual hey. basketball. Hey, so everything <laughs> I've heard is that if we need a playoff for the eighth seed, um, we will probably have back-to-backs in the first round. Kawhi has not played in a back-to-back since I believe it was 2017 uh, when he was with the Spurs. Do you anticipate now having four-plus months off do you think Kawhi Leonard can handle a back-to-back at this point? Yeah, we got about a minute left, Vinny. Ka- Kawhi Leonard just had four months off. He better play, right? That's, that's, that's a, there's no travel. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot right. of different things. I'm sure his body is going through a certain level of present, preventative maintenance at this point. Anyway, I'm sure I've heard that he's in really good shape, you know, from the people out in the Clippers. So, unless he's going to be dealing with some different type of nagging injury, I don't think there will be any type of problem with Kawhi coming back. And remember, guys, he was on the call with some of the top players with Giannis and LeBron mm. and Steph Curry and all these other guys saying, hey, we need to get back and play. No excuses, Kawhi. That's right. All right. There it is. Vinny Goodwill, senior NBA writer, Yahoo Sports. 
Yo, we appreciate the knowledge, brother, as always. Come on, what are you guys doing? You don't have me on this morning? <laughs> Talking about It'll be me and Rob Parker tomorrow. <laughs> See you guys. Take All right, my man. That's Vince Goodwill, Yahoo Sports. J-Mac and Chris will be right back on the Dan Patrick Show. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's Chris Broussard and Jason McIntyre on the Dan Patrick Show filling in for Dan. And J-Mac, with all the talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes and his new contract, we'd be remiss not to bring up our man Dak Prescott, who's got (laughs) one week from today to come up with a long-term agreement with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the reports, we, we know he signed the franchise tag to play for $31.4 million, I believe it is, for this upcoming season. Uh, the talk, the reports are that the Cowboys are offering him something along the lines of $35 million per year for five years, and that Dak is fine with the money, but he only wants a four-year deal. What do you think about this whole situation? I, I think it's sad that as soon as Pat Mahomes get paid, we hear people say, hey, well, it's time for Dak to get his money. Okay, Patrick Mahomes won an MVP award in his first year as a starter. In his second year, Chris, he topped that by winning a Super Bowl MVP award. Two years, two incredible seasons. If not for some Patriots luck in that uh, late in the fourth quarter in overtime against the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes starts his career with back-to-back Super Bowls. Uh, Dak's <laughs> name is not in the That's same a, okay. stratosphere. As Patrick Mahomes. That being said, I would let Dak play on a franchise tag. I would say, Dak, you know what? You were 0-5 with mediocre numbers against top 10 defenses last year. Prove it this year. And uh, I would I would let him play on the franchise tag. I totally agree with you that Dak Prescott, and I like Dak Prescott. Uh, I do believe he's a franchise quarterback. I do believe the Cowboys should lock him up long term. Uh, but you're right. He, he is not in the same sentence as Pat Mahomes, period, the end. All right. But it really, nobody yeah, is right it's now. Tough. But it's tough. It's tough to get in that sentence. Yeah, Dak is not there. So I'm with you on that. But here's the thing. Uh, I think that the Cowboys will buckle. Jerry Jones oh. has been known to buckle, right? He's buckled every time. Buckled with Zeke. Smith, Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Des Bryant. He buckles. And I think at the end of the day, before July 15th, he will say, you know what, we'll just sign you up for four years. And because there's no doubt in my mind they want him. They're offering him five years. Why would they offer him five years at either what, you know, before Mahomes' deal that's either the highest paid for a quarterback outside of Patrick Mahomes or right there? Why would they offer him that if they're not sure about him? Yeah. And the franchise stuff, look, next year it goes up to close to $38 million, which is going to mess around with your cap figures. And then the year after that, I, I doubt they do it for a third straight year, but it'd be in the 50, 53 million or something like that, which is ridiculous. So I think they're better off going ahead, signing him for four years at, at, at that 35-ish number because if most people think the cap will go up. And if that does, then, you know, as this deal matures, it's not going to be a killer deal. Oh, so. Yeah. I think they should. And here's the thing: you want to kill Dak? He's made. I'm the not killing. I did not kill him on my years, on my Instagram. I did two not. Two out kill of him. four years. 
He's got more wins in the regular season since he's been in, in the league than anybody not named Tom Brady or Russell Wilson. And that remember, that's with six games without Ezekiel Elliott. And then he's one of two quarterbacks to throw for 20 or more touchdowns or more than 20 touchdowns outside of the red zone since 2018. He's got 24. Guess who the other quarterback is? It's just is? so funny. Patrick Mahomes. It's so so fu- stop it with the Dak hate. It's just, it's not hate. It's reality, Chris. It's just I so just comical you that you give me all the numbers for offense, right? Hey, man, you get behind the best offensive well, line in the league. Defense. You get behind the best offensive line in the league. A top numbers. three running back in Zeke. A great wide receiver core when they got Amari Cooper. Yeah, a lot of people are going to put out stats. But guess what you don't Didn't mention? Did they have the most drops in the league last year? Uh, they were up there. Uh, I, I don't know if it, it so, might have been so, number one. So, I don't know. So chill. Didn't they have a, a mediocre head coach? They had a bad yeah. head coach. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. He got fired. So, so don't forget those elements as well. Dak is a good quarterback, and I and I said this on my Instagram, and all these Cowboy fans came after me. If Dak Prescott were in any other market outside of Dallas, a.k.a. America's team, if he were in Jacksonville, we would not be hyping Dak Prescott the way we are. Okay, if he were in, you pick a mark, Denver. Nobody's hyping Dak based I on his Denver, accomplishments. I think Denver you would. Well, look, he's, he's led them. Now, I'm not saying this is, you know, uh, uh, Joe Montana-ish, but he's led Dallas, which is a team that had been, you know, mediocre for, for a decade. Has he been to a Super Bowl like Jared Goff? But he's been to two playoffs Was in he in the MVP years. discussion he like Carson Wentz? Russell Wilson. Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz was in the MVP discussion okay, before he tore discussion? up his leg. Uh, did, did he win the MVP? Well, he got hurt. He tore his ACL. That's part of his problem. I need what the best availability, Jason. Say it with me. I know you've heard it. Is availability. The best ability is, say it with me, class. It's, availability. That doesn't mean anything. Oh, he's available. It, actually, it does. Because that's Carson Wentz's problem. I love Wentz. He's talented, but he's hurt too much. That you is know an issue. This. Well, he got he paid because he's a game. better talent. He is a better than talent. Dak Prescott. That's he why he got paid. Talent, and Jared Goff got paid because he got to a Super Bowl. Now, I would not have given him leader. that much. He's not a better leader. He doesn't have the intangibles Dak has. That was fun. Remember that word, intangibles. Keep it locked, Dan Patrick Show, Chris and J Mac.